welcome to episode 186 of the Field of Geeks podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Bill. I'm Jonah. I'm Steve. Oh, Megan's not here. Dang it. Uh, I went to uh, Timbuktu again. Oh, damn it. I should have said anything. I, uh, I got force choked uh, for the last couple of days, so uh, Bill's going to be uh, kind and uh, everyone else, of course, and lead this ship as I uh, try not to uh, uh, throw up too much on the side, if you will. Nice. Yeah. That's a way. Uh, this <laughs> podcast is sponsored by Ludens. No, I'm just kidding. Nobody eats those anymore. I, I bought those for my kids. Uh, they're pretty much candy. Yeah, it's a joke. Yeah. Pretty much are. I'm sick, Dad. Shut up. Sugar. <laughs> They're lifesavers. <laughs> All right. So, recurring segment on this show that, unfortunately, yeah. we pretty much had to do every episode now. Uh, the rest in peace section. Uh, we just lost a couple great uh, performers. We lost Gilbert Gottfried not long ago here. Uh, stand-up comedian, actor, known for Saturday Night Live, Beverly Hills Cop 2, Aladdin, uh, various roasts on Comedy Central. Yeah, tremendous loss. Uh, I think I saw a, shortly after he passed away, um, somebody sent me a picture of, I think it was Alyssa, sent me a picture of Bob Saget, Louis Anderson, and Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah, I saw together. that. And I was like, oh my god. Yeah, that's... That's crazy. Way, way too young. Yeah. Um. So what did he? What did he actually die of? Is it like cancer or something like that? Or? It was like a, a, I think a muscle degenerative disease. Um. Oh gosh, I'm not sure the proper way to say it, but I think it was kind of um missed and caught like kind of too late. So it was kind I of a sudden you. thing, I, I believe, but. Um, yeah, that was huge bummer to hear. Yeah, he's al- he's always been out there in our our lifetimes, you know, with Aladdin and Problem Child. Remember the Problem Child movies? Oh he- yes. <laughs> oh, I used to sp- I used to spend every weekend with him on USA Up All Night. Yes, of course, of course. Hoping to see hoping to see some titties, but yeah, was that a myth always, or was that he real? Was always there with me. I never yeah. saw any. Boobs. I didn't either. I think yeah, it was probably a gimmick. Like we'll get these between, kids to tune in. That and and silk stockings, which was also on US. Yes. They did nothing but tease me. My yep. entire that whole intro teased you. Childhood. Yep. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Right. I wasn't aware that HBO. It's no, no USA. USA. Not, but, yeah, wow. USA. Oh, USA, not HBO. Yeah. Man. You missed out. But they all have smut, though, right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was like Cinemax, but no nudity. Just just a big tease for yep. young kids. I only ever really recall him from Aladdin. I, when I saw that that was posted, I immediately oh, knew yeah. Aladdin. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm young. And the uh, Affleck of, duck. Yeah, he was the, the Affleck duck until he got fired from that or something. Yeah. Like that. Was that, a, was that a Me Too thing or what was going on? No, it was an insensitive joke about the tsunami, I think, at the time. I can't uh, really remember what it was, but... He always had a... Uh, oh, yeah, he was he risked he it. He had a history of like offensive jokes. Like I think maybe within a week of 9-11, he made a joke about it. Yep. He was also famous for the aristocrats joke. Yeah. 
which is just beyond dirty. Oh my god, I listened to it. I'm like, holy shit, this is um, crazy. They even did an entire movie. Oh, they based did on that. Oh my um, god, where it's different comics. Uh, Bob Saget, I think, was also involved in mm-hmm. it. Where it was different comics discussing it and telling the joke, and it was uh, it was pretty entertaining. Um, <laughs> he took it up a notch. I, I thought mean, you were talking about the Aristocats for a second. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it was another... It was his movie. cut of the film. No. <laughs> there is nudity in that movie, though. The Aristocats? Yeah. There's oh. a, a dirty calendar in the background. What? I mean, Disney Plus is probably edited out. Oh, I'm know, sure. You know. But uh, back in the day in VHS... Oh, the original release like they had a I think it was Aristocrats or Aristocats. Quick segue, sorry. You just reminded me about Disney and what they do with films with what a lot of people are going to or what a lot of studios are doing with films, especially when they're just on streaming. They took out Spider-Man when he's fighting um uh Randy Savage, his fake character, Bonesaw. They took out really? the part where he says, "Nice outfit. Did your husband make that for you?" Oh, Did you guys hear on. about that? Yeah, they took that out. No. Yeah. Because it's homophobic, what? I guess. So, yeah. But anyway, sorry. That reminded me of when you said change. Just a nice little segue. Sorry. Fuck you, Disney. <laughs> anyway. Well, I finally got my wife to start watching uh, the Punisher series, and that seems untouched so far, which is good. Right. Thankfully. Yeah, it's, it's weird what they've decided to, like, keep in and what they've decided to take out. But, it's always been strange. Yeah. It's I a, mean, the LeFou scene is still in Beauty and the Beast, and that was like, my God, that created a shitstorm when that yep. was coming out. So Right. But uh, anyway, great uh, great talent. We sorely, sorely missed. Yes. Way too young. Absolutely. Um, unfortunately, that seems to be kind of the case with a lot of the SNL comics. Is they're gone way before their time. And, yeah. Uh, at least it wasn't like a... I don't know if he did any partying back in the day, if that contributed to it, but... It, right, yeah. I he was, was... At least it wasn't like an overdose or something like that. Of course, yeah. He was on SNL for a short period of time, and I, I think he was on Stern and said, like, his time there was... He did not like it. It was yeah, just terrible, I guess. And he, if you look at some old clips of him on SNL, he looks so young. It's like... It's just kind of jaw-dropping how different he looks back then, and... Yeah, I think his voice wasn't quite Gilbert Gottfried, you know, we know back then. I think he was yeah. still, you know, I th- tweaking that. I think he kind of developed the screech yeah. after a while because, like, even the even the Howard Stern interviews, he kind of has, like, more of a – I mean, he still has that kind yeah. of Gilbert Gottfried sound to him, but he's not, like, Howard Stern! Right. Like, yelling every line that he says. Yes, yes. I loved him on the roast. He was always so funny on those. Yes, he was. Oh, yes. Uh, was it the Donald Trump roast where they had Marley Matlin on there? Oh, no. And uh, he was oh, like, no. I'll take over the duties of translating or something like that. Oh, no. Just hilarious. I like, uh, I don't remember which one it was, but where he followed Ice T and he's like, Ice T stole my jokes. And he like goes on about like white <laughs> motherfuckers for like 10 minutes. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, I had an uh, opportunity to meet him uh, years back at a con. Uh, his his line was sadly not busy at all, and I just felt an obligation to go up there, you know. But I, I just didn't really want the autograph. I hate to say it, but I I didn't. And uh, I was like, oh, I could have had a little chat with him, but 
Um, well, you could just write the autograph and then throw it away. <laughs> yeah, be able to pay for it. <laughs> right, right in front of him. Just trash it right in front of him. Yeah, rip. Well, rip thanks, Gilbert. That was great. Sandler's funnier and throw it away. <laughs> uh, that's not true. Anyway. Yes, you'll be missed. Very much so. Um, Liz Sheridan also recently passed away. Yes. Which I don't know too much about her because I'm not a Seinfeld fan. She was so she was Jerry's mother. Yes. On the yep. Okay. Yep. She was. She played and, his mom uh, the whole time because they did recast the parents. I think in the very beginning. So she, I think she was always his mom on that show. That's really all I knew her from. I guess she was on Alf for a little bit, and I guess she dated James Dean before he got famous. So. Hey, there you go. Uh, yeah, right. Unfortunate, but yeah, I think she's the last parent to go off that show. Yeah, they're all they're all gone now. So, yeah. Oh, that's right. Jerry Stiller is. Yeah, he passed away. Quite yes, a while ago, he was. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's crazy, man. I feel old when all these people are going. It's like stop it. Oh, I know it. <clears throat> well, I saw it. this is totally off topic, but I saw a uh, one of those "You Feel Old Yet" posts on mm. Facebook and. Uh, Bugs Life came out 23 years ago. Oh, gosh. And I, I used to watch that so much growing up. I remember working in Target when that came out on video, and people were like, oh, my God, Bugs Life. <laughs> you were probably so, so tired of hearing that. <laughs> that was, oh, my God. Anyway. Um, yeah. I mean, the Pixar animation's come a long ways, too. Yeah. Uh, moving on to somebody else we love to talk about. On the show, Ezra Miller. Yay, again. He was arrested again for throwing a chair at a woman. Or awesome. Something. What did he do? He threw a chair at somebody. Yeah, he, well, in protest, because he was at a residence. I think they were having a party or something, and they were stupid enough to invite his ass. And he threw a chair because he was getting taken out. And he didn't really, he wasn't targeting the woman, but it did hit a woman. So, yeah. This uh, this day is something else. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to piss away your career. And you know, right now they're having the Cinecon Expo, and so Warner Brothers—they're pretty much, you know, they're talking about the Flash film and stuff. And they've shown some clips and all that, but they have not brought his name up at all. I, you know, <laughs> which is a given. <laughs> but I mean, the guy's like pulling a full Charlie Sheen without having the clout behind it. Yeah. He's just bonkers. Yeah. He's um, being a straight jacket. Right. So have they have they said anything about like pushing back the movie, anything like that? No, they, they have they have pushed it back. Now some people are, are suggesting that they should reshoot or replace him with a digital actor, which I think all that's bullshit. I think they should just let the movie stand. Um, I guess that was my question for the group. What do you guys think of all this? Should should they recast him? Should uh, no. should he get help? And <laughs> he should get help either Just way. Come out. I, I think the movie has enough yeah hype behind it to carry it without yeah. it being like picketed, right, or something like that. Like I don't think anybody's gonna be like, oh no, Ezra Miller's in this. Nope. Ban this movie. I'm happy to ignore it. I'll just see the movie. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't. He's not. I mean, at least in the the kind of the social circles that I travel in, he's not a household name. No, like a Charlie Sheen already was. Yeah. Um, but and so yeah, I don't think there'd be any need to recast it because no. Sorry, Ezra. Not really. Anybody knows who you are. Right. Yeah, I don't. I don't see any need to recast him. Just 
let the movie come out already. The it's thing is, he had a lot of he, he had a lot of clout, and that's why it's been so long. Is because he didn't like any of the scripts, and he was actually going to write a script at one point, and the studio was like letting this happen, and so mm. they fired a lot of directors, and they finally got this new guy who did the It films, and it, you know it looks it looks good from what I've seen, and it's promising and stuff, but. Yeah, I mean, he he basically won in the long run, and we got the Michael Keaton to come back. I don't think that was the original idea, and now he's just pissing away his career. And you know, he couldn't already he already was out for promoting um, the latest Fantastic Beast film he's in, and so that's two productions now that you really can't say his name around. (laughs) And Warner Brothers doesn't really seem to be doing anything in the in the public eye. Uh, you know, not taking it which too is, seriously. Yeah, which is odd because didn't. Okay, so they did like some uh, con thing, which I'm sure we'll get into. Yes, we will a little bit later in the show. But um, didn't Zack Snyder come forward and say he was going to do a second uh, Justice League movie, or he wanted to? I don't something like that. Know if that's been confirmed? That might just be a rumor. I I hope it to be true, but I so far Cinecon has not. I don't think they have announced anything like that. He is still doing his um, Star Wars knockoff. I say that in a, a good way. I'm not trying to dog him yeah. or anything. But he's doing like a Star Wars-like film for Netflix, I believe. So he's pretty busy. So I don't know if these new owners of Warner Brothers who came over from Discovery, if they're going to want to continue. But from the footage, anyway, from The Flash, they are honoring... Snyder's look, uh, at least with the uh, past characters we've seen. So it's kind of an open book. Like maybe, maybe he'll come back somehow, some way. Um, I don't know. But as for as of right now, I I'm not hundred percent. But I'd be for it. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't like. I'm not a Snyder fan. I think you should stay away. That's okay too. They need to do something, man. To, at least keep Henry Cavill as Superman. Like, yeah, what a waste. I'm, oh, I'm all for like, oh, yeah. I'm all for that. I'm yeah. not a fan of yeah. his oversaturation of colors and, or rather bleeding colors out. So, I mean, right. making black and white movies, I'm not a Yeah, I, I get it. I'm not I a mean, fan when it's a Justice League movie. And I think his Justice League was good. He did, he did release it in some ratio that I'm not crazy about. I don't know if anyone who's seen it uh, here have noticed yeah. it, but it's like a box. Um, cut, you know, like yeah, like you have letterbox. Kinda, yeah, it's like a box. It's weird. Kind of weird. Yeah, not really my my taste, but I did enjoy his four hour extravaganza Justice League. <laughs> but yeah, we'll see if that that ha- happens. But yeah, the Flash I think is going to dictate a lot of future. You know, with the DC EU, of course, the other ones too. Uh, so I I haven't watched it for a while, so I don't even know if it's still a thing. Is the T is the Flash TV series still a thing, or the, yeah. is that done? Nope, I think it got renewed for one more season, I believe. And I think it's season nine. So I have because not I, watched I, any of that for a long time. I haven't watched it for a long time, but I like that that actor that they had cast. Oh yeah, the Flash. A lot of people talked that hey, they could replace him with him. I don't. That's what I'm. Like I said, I don't think they need to replace them, but if on a go forward basis, if they wanted to, I think it'd be yeah, easy enough to. I'm for replacing on. Yeah, uh, let let the um, yeah let the film just let it be the way it is. Uh, because that's the other thing you could replace it digitally, you could reshoot, but that's been 
shown to be a mess. You know, the, uh, you know, the yeah. Whedon Justice yeah. League, for instance, and to get those performances out of Keaton and everything, it's like, I don't think charisma would really match up, you know, with a digital actor being thrown in there. It's just, I hope they don't touch well, it. Like, just, just put it out the way it is. It's like, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think they need to recast it or anything yeah. like that. If anything, you know. Just, yeah, they should just say themselves we're paying his therapy bills. On. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's tragic. It's stupid. But, yeah. I I hope, I, I genuinely hope, though, I mean, like, all joking aside, I genuinely hope that whatever's going on with him, he gets. Yeah. Kind of Seriously. Around. I mean, he's young. He's got the yeah. time to do it. Yeah, I mean, uh, if he keeps it up, he could wind up dead for sure, or hurting or killing someone. Who knows? I, I don't know how far he's I mean, going to go. He, yeah, he he picks the re- the wrong fight with the wrong person, and he's right. one punch away from being in a coma. Exactly. So I mean, I don't know. Just I just hope he doesn't go like full meltdown like Amanda Bynes or something like that. Right. You know, just hopefully he gets he figures whatever figures out whatever's going on with him. Right. A lot of people he's are got potential to be a, he's got potential to be like, I almost kind of saw him as like a DC Tom Holland. Yeah. At some point. And then all this stuff started happening. And it's just like, man, he's just way too problematic for anybody to get behind him right now. Yeah. Some, something's up, but yeah, from what a lot of people think, uh, he's got, he's surrounded by a lot of yes people. So that might be why he's like getting the help he needs, you know, that, that's probably a lot of it. Yeah. Um, kind of the same thing with like justin bieber yeah he surrounded himself with a lot of like people like oh no man you're good like we got your back like do what you want to do kind of thing yeah and just in a janitor bucket yeah. <laughs> yeah they're called they're called believers yeah. oh sorry believers anyway uh so we've got some great news yeah for field of geeks fans out there uh we're all looking forward to this um des moines comic con is coming to high v hall on may 21st and 22nd and so far, I think Josh and myself have gotten press passes for it. Yes. So looking forward to that. Um, going to be there all weekend. But I hope um, to get the whole team um, there. So Yeah, we hope to get as many people there as possible, of course. Um, they've got a tremendous amount of guest talent that's going to be there. Um, a lot of comic book artists, cosplayers, voice talent. Um, a couple notable ones we've got on there. Um, Kel Mitchell. From Keenan and Kel, Good Burger, Dancing with the Stars, all that. Uh, big Nickelodeon star. Yeah. That was Nickelodeon. Yeah. He's going to be there. Uh, Will Friedel was just recently added. Hell yeah. So he was the uh, older brother on Boy Meets World. And, of course, Girl Meets World. I think he played the same character on that, too. Yep. Um, the voice of Terry McGinnis from Batman Beyond and... I'm not sure who he voiced in Kim Possible, but he worked on that as well, didn't he? Yep, sure did. Yeah, that's should exciting. A, uh, we should do like a live podcast from on site. Yeah, that'd that's, be cool. See, that's what I'd love to do, um, especially if we have the potential for interviews, because another another guest that's going to be there is the original Red Ranger, Austin St. John. Nice. So I would love the opportunity to, to geek out and interview him. Um, I've actually... To, to tell everybody how much of a nerd I am. <laughs> I've actually been writing down interview questions to ask him. Um, That's great. And and aside from doing Power Rangers, the guy has had a... He's been tremendously impactful on a lot of people's lives. He's done a lot of things with martial arts. 
Um, he, he even uh, was a medic in the Middle East for a little while. He uh, didn't actually join join the army, but he assisted. So, um, wow, that's cool. I mean, he's he's done a lot of like really cool stuff, and uh, I'd just be really excited to kind of pick his brain about the series. I've been a of course a fan of Power Rangers since I was a kid. Sure. So um, that would be pretty cool for me. That's very yeah, that'd be sweet. Very exciting. Um, I think even I I don't have it pulled up in front of me right now, but the uh, one of the animators from like some of the classic Hanna Barbera type stuff is going to be there. Like uh, he did um, like the Batman and Robin type stuff. Oh, cool. The, like uh, He Man and stuff like that. And then there's you know a bunch of voice actors from anime and cartoons and stuff like that. So that's going to be really cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, we're looking forward to that. Um, we are going to be there all weekend. So. If you see anybody walking around with a Field of Geek shirt, say hi. Yeah, we're getting those made. And uh, maybe some other merch. Maybe a booth. We're not sure yet. We're still talking it over. But we'll at least be there. So Yeah, yeah that would be great. I was actually supposed to be in D.C. that weekend, but I'm not going to be now. So Fantastic. There you go. I'll definitely be around. Hell yeah, man. Now it should be a good time. It's, it's always fun and... You know, good good networking opportunity. We got a lot of podcasters in the Des Moines area we can talk to, and just you know, fans of uh, all the stuff we like, and hopefully, fans yeah. of the show. So we didn't we didn't hire security, so hopefully, it won't be too bad. A little ego trip there. We can hire Mitch to be our security. There you go. He can dress up in his uh, you know limo driving outfit. Yes, he should bring us to the just con in a limo. I've got a, you know, from when I work security, I do have an earpiece. It oh, doesn't sweet. have to be plugged into anything. Yeah. Just as long as he's wearing it. Oh, yeah. It just looks official. Yeah. yeah. Just shoving it. Yep. Yep. Um, just like right this way, right this way. Yep. Yeah. No, but that would be exciting, you know, man. Some dark glasses you can wear. Oh, you know, yeah. You know, with the beard and everything, too. I think he'd, he'd be yeah. pretty intimidating. I bet he would. Moving on to movies. Uh, the Batman is on HBO Max. Hell yeah! Seen it three, seen it three times, and it's still so good. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. I uh, I don't know. I've been waiting to buy it on Blu-ray so I can wear it out like I did with No Way Home. <laughs> um, but there's also a sequel in the works. Yep, just got announced at the uh, Cinecon. Yep, which yeah. you know that was kind of a no-brainer because it was super successful and it, it great. was. And I'm I'm so glad that. Uh, Robert Pattinson's coming back to the sequel too. I mean, yeah, I, f- I figured he probably that they probably wouldn't do it without him. But, right. Um, and I think he was. I don't know if he was contractually obligated for that, but I think he was on board to do three of them. Makes sense. Three is three's a good number. Point. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's good. It's really you've done it with everything else so far. Yeah. Pretty much. What not uh, including Joel Schumacher, <laughs> Tim Burton, but. What villain? We have no idea what's gonna go down, but what what villains do you guys hope they could maybe bring into this movie or the third movie? I guess I'm hoping for Mister Freeze. Yes, just because I'd love to see Mark Strong play Mister Freeze. Yes, yep, approved. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 definitely on board with uh, Mister Freeze. Uh, I think he would be an excellent choice. Um, it'd be nice to see what they can do or how they can develop uh, Colin Farrell's penguin character right. to be more of a threat. Um, mm-hmm. 
especially if he's got kind of a bone to pick with Batman at this point. Um, so I'm interested to see what they could do with that. Yeah, I'm trying to think cool. of what other like more absurd type characters I, that they could introduce and, and keep it realistic. You know, I've when I think of like realistic Batman villains, there's two that have always come to mind, and one would be Victor Zaz, which they've used before, but like as kind of a background character. Um, and the other would be Professor Pig. I think either one of those would fit the like tone that they set up with the first one, with like the Riddler kind of being a Zodiac killer kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't, I don't see them going like full Joker with the second one. I think that's more of a, a third movie kind of thing. But... Now, with the the style that they've already got it going, Two Face could be really scary. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, that would definitely be good, especially if like. You know, Harvey Dent just, you know, got hired as a district attorney. He's, you know, busting heads, you know, pisses off the wrong person. All of a sudden, now he's the guy you have to, that would, I mean, the dynamic of that would be great. Right. Yeah, um, that would be good. Well, you think Catwoman would the, come back? Um, Zoe Kravitz is confirmed to come back. To it. Okay. So somehow she's going to be involved. She's just a town away, right? In the movie, isn't all she? Yeah, yeah. I, I think she. Ooh, yeah. That reminds me. She said she was possibly going to Bloodhaven. Yes. So maybe. Oh. Maybe I don't know. Is that uh, Court of Owls? It's, it's too. I don't know. Court of Owls would be cool, but that's almost like its own movie or your own. Uh, set of films i would love to i would love to see court of owls yeah um so much they could do that's almost a four-hour movie i mean that's complex i mean it's possible though i mean this one this one was a well it wasn't three was it yeah it was was like two and a half wasn't it i think it was three it was three i I think it was close close to it it yeah it was like maybe 255 or it was close to it Make make it a little longer. It's cool. Hey, I'm I'm fine with it. I was my yeah. dream, you know, when back when we had the the hero, superhero film, especially when you didn't feel like there was enough. Like I remember X three. I was like, oh man, I wish we had like a three hour X Men movie, you know. And then and then you know before you know it, and then they're all that now. Brett, kind of. Brett Ratner shadow over your dreams. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got out of that thing. I'm like. It felt like it was 90 minutes. Maybe it was. And I was like, man, they just like destroyed everything I loved about this franchise. Like, it killed everybody. Like, ooh, that's they fun. They killed every yeah. character from the 90s that I loved. Yeah. Just about. Um, yeah. Big yeah, bummer. I don't know, man. Uh, but yeah, they could do a four-hour I mean, film. Honestly, it's pushing it. but Honestly, I'd love to see them signed on for another six movies. Yeah, that's like, the thing the that three movies. is not enough. But, I mean, I don't know. Unless he's got, let's see, already has plan set in motion. I just don't, I don't see like with as grounded as they made the first one. Yeah, I can't see them doing like. I mean, granted, you know, Mister Freeze kind of falls into this category, but like going ridiculous, like Clayface or see, I would love Clayface. Yeah, that's what that would be a little more far fetched. But as long as they don't like throw like four villains in there. That's kind and of why I was excited for the Affleck verse is because his was going to embrace, I think, the supernatural because you had he was already going up against well Doomsday if you call it Doomsday and um, Superman. Like his world, you could easily see any character, Man Bat. That would be great. 
Clayface, yep. Mr. Freeze. But yeah, if they bring in Mr. Freeze in this, it's probably going to be, yeah, like he just freezes his victims. He's got no problem. He's got no um, ailment, I guess. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, Unless still, he'll go there, maybe he, he will. Still do the, uh, he can still do the whole thing with like him having to be in like some sort of cryogenic suit. Yeah. Just as long as it's not like too like Iron Manny. It'd be like I mean? a blood disorder like, or something. Yeah. Like something that would be, I mean, Riddler was grounded in reality. He went to a military surplus store and got his outfit. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, Victor Freeze could work for the military or something. I don't know. Yeah. Just don't make it too like fantastical. I don't think we need to go that route. Right. Right. Um, I mean, Deathstroke was supposed to be in the, I know the Affleck Batman. So maybe we'll get to see him at some point. We'll get there someday. Uh, you know, I still think Joe Manganiello would be phenomenal to see his Deathstroke. Yeah, they, like I'm was, sure they'll use him for something. If not that, yeah. you know, he's capable of being pretty much anything if he wants it or if they want him. But and, well, and with the success they've had with Peacemaker, I mean, right? Kind of the kind of the sky's the limit as long as they don't do like what Sony's doing with the Spider-Man villains, right? You know, yeah. it's like everybody has to have their own standalone movie now. Yeah. Uh, continuing on with movies, Fast and the Furious 10 got its title reveal, and I'm very disappointed that it's not Fast 10, your seatbelts. <laughs> um, <laughs> Instead, it's an X-Men movie. <laughs> it's Fast X. Xavier. It could still be pronounced Fast 10. Who knows? Oh, so fast forward shooting fast forward <laughs> fast forward to the end of this fucking franchise yes please <clears throat> anyway um i echo that yeah family i i don't know you know usually where i say sky's the budget not only that but like where are they going to go from here they've been to space just oh have god they, have they really been to space well well i mean they did briefly broke the orbit yeah i I've admittedly not seen a Fast and Furious movie since I think maybe six or seven was the last one I watched. Yeah, it's just bon- it, they're it's live action cartoons now. They they can do anything like superhuman. Like Vin Diesel stomped concrete and broke it. Like and just the way they jump off cars and catch people, it's like oh for fuck's sakes! Like he uh, yeah. he did a you know how uh, Indy's kid and. Indiana Jones, Crystal Skull did the the swinging on the vines. Like Vin Diesel swung a car on a vine in the in nine. Nine's what nine actually was. A lot of people were like turned away from. I'm like, really? It took it took this to get you turned away. Like I already turned away <laughs> after five because I was like, that is fucking fake as shit. Like I can't. No. I just can't. Well, like, it's it's also one of those franchises where I couldn't tell you what happens in which movie. Um, like no idea. Other than I think I remember the second one is just him and Tyre, like Paul Walker and Tyre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fast Five but, is great, and after that, it, it's like, and also after that, they have saved the world countless times. There's always some satellite. They got to go drive somewhere, parachute with the cars. I mean, you name get it. The it's thing from the bad guy. Clear. Yes, they they got a hacker who's getting into the mainframe. Paul Walker is going to jump on this thing and fight people and then you know they're gonna take him out of the franchise and 
And I think they're bringing them back. So I thought 10 was it, but I guess there's 11 and then it's done because, you know, let's stop at 11. So whatever. Well, and I've heard that they want to go. Somebody wanted to go back to like the roots of like the first few movies with like the street racing and stuff like that. I mean, from here, where do you go? Time travel? Oh, yeah. Shit. No. 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 Don't. Don't give them that idea. They're no, not. I, and they're not going to make. Idea. And they're not going to make as much money going back to the basics. I mean, if the first one is so right. much removed from what they do now, they were stealing DVD players from cars. And, <laughs> oh my gosh! I remember. And it's so dumb. Yeah. If you look, if you look back at the film when those car, those truckers get hijacked, those truckers could just swing into those Honda Civics, those trucks, and just level them, <laughs> like. How are these? Right. How are they stopping these big rigs? Like, and they, yeah, I've just seen some of it. I'm like, oh my god, this is always stupid. But whatever. It's a. I feel like you should do a ten minute rant of this entire <laughs> season or series. Uh, oh god. Because I would laugh hysterically at it. They're just Josh's manifesto about Fast and the Furious. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> oh, take god. them down. I'm taking. I'm taking down the family. Yes. Yeah, but yeah, you got well, Jason Momoa, Brie Larson joined the cast. Woohoo. Um, Charlize Theron's supposed to be back yes. in too, I think. Helen Mirren. Um, Helen Mirren, Bruce Willis, they're going <laughs> to weekend of Bernie's ass <laughs> on the screen. Oh, these movies um, are just crazy. But uh, even director Justin Lin has exited the project now. Yeah, He's just after a few days shooting. Yep. So he cites creative differences. Um, he's going to remain a producer. So yeah. get your hopes up. It's still going to fucking suck. Well, he he probably wants a decent fight sequence, and you've got two actors who refuse to lose a fight on screen. So oh well, that's the thing. Yeah, The Rock isn't even coming back. Vin Diesel even tried to reach out and say, "Hey, brother," or whatever the hell they how they talk to each other. And the Rock's yeah. like, "No, I'm good. Fuck off." You know, you know what would have been good for him. Yeah. You know what would have been the ultimate middle finger is if he would have gotten Roman Reigns in the movie. Oh. Because they're like related or something. I don't know. That whole family is related. Whatever. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I'm just... Uh, he looks like Jason Momoa from Wish.com anyway. So. <laughs> um, oh, try not to cough. So That's hilarious. Looking at uh, May 2023 for a release date. Yeah, man. Ugh. And not a single person asked. For I I want to like I want to like them. I do, but they're just. I feel like whoever watches them, like especially young kids, they're gonna think they can jump off shit and they're gonna die or get hurt really bad. I mean, maybe maybe that's how we get a lot of fail army videos, which I'm fine with. But you know, it's just like if, if I had the choice between marathoning the recent Fast and Furious movies. And having Fran Drescher narrate me through masturbation, I take Fran Drescher. <laughs> I hope this is the last one, and I don't give a fuck what you do with the franchise after this. Well, and Diesel's like going to be sixty for long, and he's uh, he's producing these films. So yeah, when when it says yeah. creative differences, I'm sure Diesel was like, uh, "I got an idea," and the director's like, "No, nah, that's that's dumb." He's like, oh, yeah. There needs to be more Corona in this scene. Right. Can you CGI yeah. out my belly? Like, ugh. I already got my characters learned how to fly like Superman. Oh, dude. What if? What if? Oh, my car, transforms, my car transforms into a giant robot. That's, hey, that's the crossover. And Jonah will probably just go ape shit. But uh, yeah, they'll become Transformers. That's what they're going to do. You know do. what? 
the shitty thing is, is I would I would watch it opening night <laughs> if that was the case. <laughs> Michael Bay's directing eleven. Tyrese That's gets it. stepped on by Bumblebee. <laughs> well, we've already got get it. up my car. There's already a new Transformers movie coming that same that same summer. So, oh boy, Ooh. which one to pick? Hmm. Well, oh, that's right. The the whatever. Yeah, right. Right of the beasts. Right of the beasts. I mean, look. I, I know a lot of people listening probably like the Fast franchise. That's fine. It's just you told you just turn your brain off and watch it. And they're it's, good popcorn films, I'm sure. But they use the same plot, so you know. I don't know. It's like like I said. I want to like them. I own a lot of them. I was gifted quite a bit of them that I didn't want, but I took them anyway. And yeah, <laughs> I started watching nine on HBO Max. So there you go out there. Go watch nine on HBO Max if, if you'd like to waste time. So yeah, I haven't got to the space part scene, but I did YouTube it and I'm like, oh my God. For your birthday, Josh, I'm just going to start getting you DVD copies of random Fast and the Furious movies every year. <laughs> that or memorabilia. We oh dedicate God! A whole room to that. I'll just give it to Joey. He loves oh this God. franchise. Does he? Yes. <sighs> and I'll I never be able to debate it. him on that. I just can't. <laughs> it won't happen. I'd be like, but uh, physics. Uh. So yes. Moving Ooh. on to our next movie, <laughs> the movie that has had the longest has that holds the record for. Longest time prior to release until releasing a trailer. I don't know what the hell I'm trying to say. The trailer just came out for Thor. It took Love a while to get this trailer. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Um, what did everybody think of it? Uh, I didn't like it the first time I saw it. And so I had to watch it two or three more times. And then I liked it. To where I'm, I, looking, I'm excited about it. I'm hyped for it. I'm not. Real excited to see Russell Crowe, but what about Natalie Portman? Fuck no! Close your mouth. <laughs> Actually, hey, no, those arms. I come on. This. I will say this for her in the trailer. She at least keeps her fucking mouth closed. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Bill, right, we'll explain, know. Bill. That might come off wrong, but you you you, you say okay. she always has it open, right? When she's she always acting. has her mouth open. Every yeah. single photo you see of the woman, she's got her mouth open. Like, <laughs> like is it like Kira Knightley in the Car- or parts of the Caribbean se- or series where she's yeah. always like half open? Yeah, so she's got you know what I'm talking lip, about. Like she's got her okay. lips stretched down to her fucking neck and okay, like, I know <laughs> sticking her bottom teeth out. <sighs> she's hungry, Mister Red on. Anyway, um, we only in the trailer we only saw the one yeah. scene or like the one glimpse of her. And she had her mouth closed. That's well, why she's I'm got and she's got, guns. Just, she's got guns. She's got guns. Um, yeah. I mean, if you can carry the franchise with Jane Foster, go for it. Yeah. No, she. This is a one. It, I. This will be a one and done. I'm you think so? You. Yeah. She's. She's not gonna. She. I, I don't see her carrying the franchise. I'm excited to see if they actually. So the the Thor movies have have done a great job of expanding like the cosmic universe, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, what I really want to see is like Beta Ray Bill. I was just gonna say that. Give me Thor Frog or Beta Ray Bill to carry the franchise. Yeah, I mean, I really want to see like them go somewhere different. With well, they it. could do it. Yeah. Um, I mean, you've got nowhere nowhere else to go but up from Malekith. 
But if you got a freaking raccoon, you know, why not go through those other characters? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean the the Guardians of the Galaxy are going to play a, a little bit of a role in this. It looks like that's maybe cool. Kind of getting Thor on his way. Um, we do get to see new Asgard, and it looks like it's. Were you saying a tourist attraction? Yeah, there's cruise ships in the background. Huh. Isn't that crazy? And they're being pulled by like Pegasus's yeah. Pegasi. Yeah, what plural is that? It looks like they're going to get into more of the lore of Asgard, which is kind of neat. I'm excited for it. I mean, the Th- Thor: Love and Thunder was or uh, Ragnarok. Ragnarok, thank you. Yeah, was really good. I think Taika Waititi does a tremendous job with the franchise. I know some people had an issue with the humor. I loved the humor in it, and mm. it looks like this one is going to Me have too. the same kind of humor. Yeah. Um, and so Absolutely. I'm really looking forward to to that. Totally down with the with the dialogue. I love Thor. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, yeah this looks, well, this looks and, good. And what's so funny is because, like, if you look at the early comic book version of Thor, he is the most boring fucking character. <laughs> And Taika actually, to his credit, made him an interesting guy. Yeah, I mean, he kind of was before that. He had the like little quirks and stuff, but well, and they needed they needed that for Ragnarok to rebound from the the unforgettableness that oh, was God. the Dark World. Because yeah. I've seen that movie three times, and I still couldn't tell you what happened. <laughs> I, I, I mean, yeah. it was like it was like Star Wars light. It was not good yeah i mean it had its moments but yeah that and it came right after um well wait iron man 3 came right after avengers and then i think that was after avenger uh, after iron man 3 so it was kind of riding that avengers um yeah fame. it was like the the post battle of new york fallout kind of thing yeah. right i guess if i think about it like with iron man 3 because I mean, that one wasn't my favorite. Mm-hmm. And then The Dark World, that was sort of a, a dark time for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. It was a little bit, yeah. And, I mean, I know there's people that didn't really care for Age of Ultron. It had its moments. Yes, it did. Yeah. James Spader as Ultron was perfectly cast. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says about that. Like, Ultron. No, was yeah, I agree. Tremendous. I agree. Um, but... Uh, little background on Jane Foster. So apparently she is diagnosed with advanced breast cancer and is undergoing chemotherapy. However, when she finds herself able to lift the repaired Mjolnir, she is stronger than ever before. And the hammer transforms her into a God. That's the comic version. So I don't know if they're going to touch that. I have no idea how they're going to tackle that for this. I, I don't know. Do you, you, you think they'll go that dark with, with that? Plot? I don't. Um, I can see it being like it doesn't. And I, weird. I haven't read that part of the comics. I mean, I, I have them. I just haven't read them. Right. But I, doesn't she end up even dying from the cancer? Possibly. Yeah. Because I think I think I that think, was the idea. It kept it kept it kept um, Herbie and Thor kept the treatment um, tame, like it wasn't working. So I think right, yeah. It but just, if yeah. she doesn't, if she doesn't have the hammer, right, and she doesn't have like, the powers of Thor, then she, right, yeah. So it's, it's I, like I, a putting a pause on the cancer. Like as soon as she lets go of Mjolnir, the it just right. speeds back up that much more, right? Or so like that. I mean, it, I mean, they could go there, but that's pretty fucking dark. And I hate, I hate for them to joke around something like that, you know. But I get the 
the jokes, how yeah. they insert them and stuff. But yeah, it's pretty if dark. The, uh, if the Disney Plus series, like series that they've done up to this point, shows us anything, is that they're willing to take risks. Yeah. You know, they could make it a little darker. I mean, they could put some, you know, consequences on it or something like that. I just. Right. As far as like Chris Hemsworth bowing out and her taking over. Yeah. And being part of the new Avengers. Like, I don't see that happening, but. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I mean, Stranger things have happened. I mean. Unless she, you know, unless she's doing a couple of appearances, like in other films. But I can't imagine her wanting to stay that bulky for a very long time. That's got to be really tough, you know, to. Because she's never put on that much muscle for a part, you know. And that's got to be hell, you know. Yeah. Especially if you're not really into it. Yeah. It is tough for those of us with this type of physique to maintain it. <laughs> oh, God, tell me about it. <laughs> have to do a thousand crunches a day, put a, you know, face peel on and bench press 500 pounds. Yes. Yeah. Man. Well, I've got, I... the, I've got that Patrick Bateman workout going on. <laughs> but, I mean, she looks great, though. I mean, she really bulked up and I mean, it looks like the comic book character. So it, it really does look good. It and... does. It does look good. I mean, I like the mask. You know, yeah. Chris Hemsworth can't do any wrong with Thor no. at this point. Like, really. Well, in the beginning, I I really wanted his helmet all, always, and then he got he got used to it without it. Um, it was nice when Ragnarok he had it again, sort of in the Colosseum battle. But that was something I wish they would have kept with the character. But I I, I guess it would have seemed. I don't know. It was probably a pain in the ass to have on because it was the first, the one in the first film was huge, <laughs> but yeah, pretty damn cool. I thought I wish we could have seen more of well, it, but um, we did. And, and he purposely wanted to make his physique look like somebody who just came back from, you know, pushing himself beyond his limit to like get yeah. back in shape. Right. Kind of thing. So yeah, so that part of it, I mean, the little training montage we get to see kind of towards the beginning. Yeah. The trailer. Oh yeah, with the the King Kong's chains. Yeah. Um. So I mean that that part looks cool. I'm sure we're gonna have like an 80s style montage. That would be awesome in this movie, especially like he's kind of wearing like kind of 80s ish like pizza yep. delivery boy looking clothes. So <laughs> he's got a trucker's uh, we'll hat on. There. It says like um, strongest Avenger. I guess they said he like wrote that on there. Yeah, it was. Uh, so I, I've seen like a close up of it, and it was. I don't know. It was something where like he took a Avengers hat and crossed out everybody's name but his and wrote like <laughs> the strongest Avenger on it or something. <laughs> so I mean that's kind of cool. I well you know what else is cool is when he's they show him that little boy running. That's his actual son in the beginning. How it showed like teenage Thor and then yeah. Thor and teenage Thor has like a classic look to him from the comics, which it just goes for mm-hmm. it. Um, but that, I thought that was really cool. His son got to got to do that first version of, of Thor and um, um, Russell Crowe. We saw him from behind. He had like armor, caught the lightning bolt. Uh, he's Zeus. So mm-hmm. I don't know how much we'll see of him. It looks like a very comedic take on Zeus. Cause it's like Russell Crowe didn't look like he got in any shape for the, the part. They just, you know, no. put armor over his gut and like, here you go. At the same time though. I mean, Anthony Hopkins didn't get, no, ripped for no. playing Odin, but he still commanded that presence. He did, he did, yeah. You know, so he did. It, it could work out. Who knows? I still like that first Thor film, and I like Ragnarok. Um, in Dark World, yeah, it had its moments. 
Yeah, I thought Kenneth Kenneth Branagh did a good job with the first Thor. It it felt like Superman to me at the time, like the whole it did. the whole tunnel. Yeah. Um, uh, oh gosh, the rainbow bridge crossing thing effect that was cool. Yeah, you know? and um, I like the armor and how the world was made. But but this looks great. Like uh, it looks see, fun. I'm I'm not holding my breath for it, but I would like to see if like variant Loki. Decides to show up. Yeah, the, that'll be interesting. That'll be kind of interesting. I don't. I don't think that's going to happen. But right, there's already a lot going on with this movie. I mean, the yeah, I know. the whole cast of the Guardians is in it. Um, you know, of course, Natalie Portman's in it. Russell Crowe. They've already got so much going on with this movie. But right, I'm, I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm thinking the Guardians might only be in the first 10, 15 minutes I, of the that's, movie. That's kind of the impression I got of it too. Is like they're just going to kind of drop them off, and then going to be like, "Yeah, okay." Yeah, yeah. There'll probably be like a montage of him not being happy, and then that's when that you see that him turn away from him and do his own thing or whatever. I'm fat because I'm unhappy, and I'm unhappy because I'm fat. It's a vicious <laughs> cycle. Sorry, <laughs> I fucked it. Okay, Josh, I'm going to defer to you on this because I have not seen anything oh, okay. on this or really really researching too much. But uh, Michael Keaton's new Batsuit. Yes. So, info on that for us? Yeah, there was an image that leaked um, a couple weeks back. Uh, not official, but it looks pretty legit. So it matches up with the Batgirl set picks. Uh, basically, the suit's all black. Just like the 89, the utility belt's black, which is, I guess, the original design for the 89 suit. Does it have that, like, form-fitting kind of look to it, or is it a little more tactical, like Christian Bale's? No, it's it's basically just um, how Keaton's was. Um, yeah, it, it's a little different. It, it looks pretty good. I mean, it, look, it really looks... If you blur your eyes, it's like the same suit, it seems, but... Um, I gotcha. Yeah, no, it's... It's pretty cool. We actually put out on Twitter um, a picture. They re- they released it with a white background, so a lot of people put in like different backgrounds for the suit. So I mm-hmm. I messed with it a little bit, and then we posted a pic on it um, on Twitter. Anything Keaton Batman related, I'm I'm here for it. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure. If, I, I'm pretty sure the he's image my is my number one. Yeah, he's my number one favorite Batman of all. Number time, one so. guy. Yeah, me let's too. Go. Yes. Um, said that before on a previous show. <laughs> no, yeah, he was. I think that, I think that Where was does... the Ben Affleck uh, debate between Joey and I. Oh, yeah. Where yes. that was said. So. Of course. Okay, so, Megan, I'm curious. Where does where does our Pats fit into your ranking for Batman? Um, so, Michael Keaton to me is OG. So, right. but Robert Pattinson. So, I'm actually, I put him, I put him second. Because I don't, I'm not a fan of the Ben Ben Affleck. That I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. But you, when Pattinson was doing interviews, he talked a lot about his influence. And actually, Michael Keaton came up quite a bit. He mentioned it quite a bit because that is the genre, or that is the generation that we grew up in. That so makes was, a lot of sense. Yeah, so super happy when he said that because I feel like when people are like, "Oh, who's your favorite Batman?" I never hear Michael Keaton spoken ever. So that was. Well. Cool. I never hear George Clooney come up, but that's well, <laughs> suck at Clooney. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I I completely agree with that. I um, I've for years I've had my very strict list of my top three Batman, 
actors. Um, number one has always been Michael Keaton. Number two has always been Kevin Conroy. Yeah. And until recently, number three was Ben Affleck, just because I was a huge fan of The Dark Knight Rises, like the comic book. Yeah. And that's what the suit, you know, the suit and everything like that reminded me of, like the old grizzled Batman was like just sick of everyone's shit. Right. Um, but I think that number three spot got replaced by Robert Pattinson. Really? Yeah. I mean, that was... Affleck goes to four, huh? Christian that was the Batman I was one of the Oh, he's on the list. I have a, oh, okay, I have a list of all of them. I've ranked all of them. I'm just talking about my top three. Yeah. Gotcha. So, yeah. I'd have to say I my top three was definitely Keaton, Conroy, and then probably Will Arnett would be would be my third. <laughs> you know what? For for playing a kind of a Batman parody, he is in my top five. Because he he brought like the brooding to it, yeah. Without really trying to be brooding, it was just yeah. like ac- kind of accidental. Yeah, no, he was good. But cast. then he also added the humor into it. So yeah, I I, I loved Lego Batman. My God, that was awesome. Well, we got um, um, we got some confirmations from Cinecon footage. Uh, they showed the Flash, and there's scenes of with Keaton. And uh, yeah, he's got many bat suits, looks like, and uh, he's got a bat cycle, so nice. pretty cool. And he says his iconic line he said in '89. Uh, he asks Barry, I guess, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. So I actually thought that was a joke because I was hearing someone else talk about the footage they saw, but no, it's true. They actually put that in there. <laughs> when you said his iconic, when you said his iconic line to to Barry, I thought he was going to say that. Mistletoe could be deadly if you eat it. <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets hit over the head with a chair. Yeah. Chairs can be deadly. Oh, damn it, Ezra. Cut. Well, and going back to Ezra, there's also complaints on sets of the projects he did. So this wasn't just really? his Hawaiian vacay boogaloo. So it's not just the party boy lifestyle that's no, he's trouble. He's actually problematic on set. Yeah. Yep. So. Okay. Well, it's all coming back to me now. Thoughts and prayers, Ezra. Yes, yes. Good luck, man. I was going to ask earlier, and this is probably way off topic, but um, didn't he have didn't like a, a female come forward with allegations against him for abuse? I'm just curious if anybody else heard that. Yeah, sure, hmm. I think I've heard something about that too. Okay. Yeah. It was like a year oh, ago. Here's a video of him like oh. choking a girl, but she's like laughing in it. And then he like swings her down to the ground, and it looks like they're like in some kind of nightclub or something. And it looks like he puts her down on a mattress, like it looked like a joke. And so I didn't really take it seriously. But then a year I later, I'm like, "Fuck, he's uh." <laughs> well, it just looked like he was having fun with a fan, and no, I guess yeah. that was serious back then. So, but it got squashed. So, yeah. I remember talking about that. They're not doing him a favor. That we did. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. a lot of people yeah. are like, oh, he, he hurt this. Or, yeah, and I'm like, I didn't see that. I didn't, I, I don't know what I saw, but it, it looked, they're both smiling. So I'm like, I, I'm just confused, you know, what the hell happened. So it was a stupid video. Who knows what, but now <laughs> in hindsight, yeah, I guess that was, that was serious. So he's an a-hole. <laughs> But hey, uh, I can't wait to see the Flash. Um, <laughs> they should just take his name off the film, <laughs> you know. Um, Wear right gear. 
when you're on your way to the theater. It'll just be, it'll just be Michael Keaton as it should be, and then whoever else after that. I that's all I'm there for. Yes, honestly. I can give a shit less about Barry Allen. Yes. Anyway, um, moving into CinemaCon, do you want to cover that, Josh? Sure. So CineCon is like a big convention for movie theaters uh, owners to go to, and it's still going on. They're they're going to be screening Top Gun two this um, this week for for them and. Yeah, they've released the Disney slate of films from 2022 to 23. And then, yeah, Avatar 2 uh, has a title, which is just fucking rock on. The Way of the Water. So. Ugh, that guy and his boner for water. <laughs> He's almost killed people over that. <laughs> it's just. Go live underwater already. What's his face? Ed, um. Oh gosh, oh, he was shit. Ed O'Neill. No, not Ed O'Neill. Shit, uh, who's the guy? <laughs> Damn it, Ed, uh, Ed Harris. Yes, thank you. I think he punched Cameron on the set of Abyss because uh, you know the whole underwater uh, theatrics he he expected out of the actors oh. and stuff. And I think Ed Harris punched Didn't his he ass, like almost drown or something like that. Yes, well, I think I, that I, was I, it. I yeah. I think he, I think Ed Harris also really slapped the shit out of uh, Mary Elizabeth Monster Antonio when she was in that scene. Yes. Yes. It was that. When she was like drowned. N- uh, oh, yeah. Well, I've heard that, but right. when they rip open her, her, um, her um, shirt exposing her breasts, I don't think that was planned. Um, and that, that's kind of like something out of nowhere in, in Abyss. You're like, Oh, it's kind of a family film. <laughs> Boobs. So I do remember. I do remember watching that with my grandma. <laughs> that was an awkward part, right? Like, oh god. Uh, so, how's the weather today? Uh, um, no, um, but yeah, he's. I've heard a lot of horror stories about Cameron and his dedication to to the craft, if you will. You know, from the sounds of it, it they've upped the technology of shooting underwater, and I guess um, simulating underwater through motion cap and all that so i heard a long time ago kate winslet's in this and she's playing rose again so it's really cool and they reanimated her for the for the film and uh, no i'm kidding back a cyber rose yes yes she's got, like, still no jack a, sons of bitches leo just didn't want to sign on but uh no uh she's i guess playing a an avatar as well i'm guessing but i i heard she held her breath for 11 minutes that's probably with cameron's hand on her face under the water. <laughs> no. Um, I wish I wish she wouldn't have signed up. I love her. Oh, she's I, great. No, no, she's great. Yeah. She's a tremendous actress. Oh, she's fantastic. Yes. But, I mean, we'll see what a trailer comes. What, you know, I'm sure there's going to be some new technical thing that will, you know, I don't know if Avatar would have been as successful if it didn't have that 3D gimmick at the time. Because that was like advanced 3D. We had shitty 3D yeah. before that. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. Because, you know, it's kind of like been called the Dances with Wolves knockoff. I, I do see that in some other films, I'm, but yeah. See, I, I saw it in 3D and then I saw it like standard. <laughs> yeah. And I wasn't blown away by either. Really? Yeah. Like, I was kind of just like, fuck, get on with it. I could get it. Kind of thing, <laughs> I, but... I do like that I can fast forward to the very end battle scene because that's all I care to watch. Yeah. Oh, that was, that battle scene was great. Like, if the entire movie had been like that, fuck yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. Now, hey, Josh, with the CinemaCon, and you said Disney talking about their slate of movies, what, did they say anything about uh, Rogue Squadron in that? Is that... No, I didn't see... or is that beyond? I didn't see anything about that. Uh, 
That man, that's I hate when they announced shit and then they don't follow through because Patty Jenkins had to stop with the project for some stupid reason. I'm sure she didn't get along with Kathleen Kennedy or some crap. I don't know, but I, I don't know if we're they, gonna get that film, which sucks. They did have uh, a leak. They did have a leak for a new title though, for some for some project they're working on called they? Tales of the Jedi. Okay. Yeah, so, I don't know if that's going to be like whatever. I'm sick of Jedi at this point. Yeah, the well, there's the so much put me off about Jedi. It just so makes much. the universe small. It's like you have it's all like this other shit out there. Explore on. it. Yeah, there's so oh, much hey. other cool shit out there. I did just find an article as I was like googling it that this was from three hours ago. Uh, what website is this? Uh, Slashfilm.com. Okay, that's. Reputable or not, but anyway, I think it is. It says that Rogue Squadron is still coming to twenty twenty or coming in twenty twenty three, according to Disney. Okay, awesome. Um, I hope so. God, no, you can't just announce shit like that and take it away. That's stupid. I mean, from what I saw, might, yeah, they might they might wait until uh, celebration to announce anything like that. Anyway, that's so. true. Yeah, this slate is just yeah. So far, the you know the MCU mostly, and they got some Disney ones in there too. You got Little Mermaid. They've announced for. May 26th. I mean, I'll go in order. Lightyear, which looks pretty good, I think. Uh, it's coming June 17th. Thor, July 8th. Avatar, they're going to re-release it, of course, to get some money. September 24th. Um, Bill will be there with his popcorn, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Black Panther 2, Wakanda I'm Forever. <laughs> Wakanda Forever is November 11th, which is crazy. I didn't really think that was coming so soon. Um, I didn't think that was going to be this year yet. I didn't either. Okay. I didn't either. I was like, whoa, really? Okay. Um, Avatar 2, of course, December 16th. The Marvels. That'll be February 17th. So we're moving into 23, obviously. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, May 5th. Little Mermaid, like I said before, May 26th, 2023. Indy, Indy 5, which I was hoping there's a title, but no, they didn't have that yet. Uh, that's coming June 30th, 2023. And then Ant-Man 3, July 28th, 2023. So... Does- does anyone else on this cast dislike the live-action Disney remakes as much as me? I've. Or do you guys enjoy? Uh, yes. Hit and no. a miss. Hit and miss. Yeah. Yep. Same. Mulan so. was a waste. I mean, I didn't see that, but I know, like, I know they they took out like um, the talking dragon. Was that what Eddie Murphy played, or something yeah, like that? Yeah. Anyway, they they took that out to be more realistic, but I heard in the end it was like sorcery battle like what was the point you know it's still supernatural I, I think the only one I even remotely enjoyed was the Lion King because that was still animated in my opinion it was right it didn't guys. yeah it wasn't really live action was it yeah that was kind of a joke but I don't think I, I don't think I've liked any of the other ones I took my kids to see um um Beauty and the Beast that was alright Cinderella was alright well, but and I guess I it's like- not that it's not that they're they're like I'm not saying they're bad movies. I just think the animated films are better. Yeah. Yeah. They, they can do I mean, more. Yeah. It, it's hard. It's like comparing the Johnny Depp, Alice in Wonderland to the animated version. Yeah. Like, it's a classic. You can't really compare the two. You just have to look at yeah. it as kind of like a, a separate entity altogether. Right. Um, That's what I had to do to get, because I was on that. Was Beauty like, and the Beast. <laughs> yeah. So like Beauty and the Beast, I love because Emma Watson is tremendous. Like, she can do no wrong. She's an awesome actress. Mm-hmm. Um, Aladdin, I actually enjoyed, even though it was Will Smith and not Robin Williams. 
but I looked at it as like, you know, totally different thing. Yeah. Like it wasn't trying to be the original Aladdin. No. And they got a big personality um, to play him, which is fine. You know, Will Smith's big yeah, personality. I mean, that's and, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Like, I would have taken more. I would have like taken more of that, like big Willie style type. Yeah. You know, Stop. personality. <laughs> like you could have done the soundtrack. Let me finish. Let me finish. Quick a while, while. More of that away from his performance of the Suicide Squad and applied it to Aladdin. There you go. But Aladdin was still good. Mulan was okay. Yeah. Lion King, I wasn't impressed with just because, you know, Pumbaa was fucking Seth Rogen. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm Lord Hog, bitch. <laughs> I'm kind of looking forward to The Little Mermaid just because, and this might be a hot take, so I don't want to offend anybody out there, but I did not like the animated Little, Little Mermaid at all. <gasps> what? It was it was pretentious. It was fucking annoying. I didn't like it. It was only the greatest movie ever made. What? The greatest, the greatest thing about that movie was the fact that they had a dick on the cover. <laughs> what? The palace, right? There's yeah. a lot of dicks on the palace, isn't there? There was a... <laughs> Megan's like, I gotta watch this right now. On the VH, okay, you can't find it anymore. But on the VHS cover of Aladdin, there was a big old penis at the top of the castle. <laughs> it, Sorry. it was one of those like Disney Easter eggs. Like, dude, you gotta pause it because he's got his dick out. That and the uh, the preacher at the end that was marrying him had a giant fucking. Bonus. <laughs> Um, is this in the, the live action one? No, this is. This, <laughs> Sorry. I really hope it was. Oh my god, I'd love to see Disney Plus at that. Cinemax out. presents <laughs> The Little Mermaid. Walkie talkie in front of his junk. There we go. Starring uh, Ron Jeremy before all his allegations. <laughs> That's who should have been cast as Mario, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, take uh, that toad. Come down my pipe, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, we're going to get restricted. Anyway, I got fireballs. Um, I bet he does. <laughs> wouldn't put a past him. <laughs> Poor guy. Do you want to? Hedgehog and everything. <laughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> Crossover. <laughs> yeah, he could, his nickname was the Hedgehog. He could play a live-action Sonic, I'm just saying. Blue Tail. There you go. But... Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not like. If anything, the live action Little Mermaid is only going to improve my thoughts on that franchise. Yeah, if you could call it a franchise, it could. So that's crazy. <laughs> anyway, well, good. Then you have um, your expectations are as high. <laughs> I have zero expectations going into that movie. Yeah, no, my favorite, my favorite character is the talking seagull, and you take him out, then what do I got? Oh, the talking seagull! Fuck yeah, he was awesome. Oh, yeah, they're gonna like, take him out. You know, give me the the scratch short on that guy. But yeah, he was good. It'll just make um, it seagull noises. That's probably all it'll do. Who knows? But then if the but then the the crab has to talk, right? So, oh God, Sebastian. Yes. Come on. Oh, they. Oh, they're not gonna. He's not gonna yeah. be Jamaican. They're not gonna do that. What? Nope. Why? Is he Jamaican or French? Oh, was he? He was, he was French. He was, yeah, he was like French Macon. Okay. There we French go. Macon. That's, yep. that's even better, Jonah. Thank you. 
Some white. Yeah. You think some white guy voiced him? <laughs> no, he Hank no. Azaria. No, it was. Get Hank Azaria to voice him. Oh God, it'll be um, it'll be something. I don't know what they're gonna do. Uh-huh. I don't know what choices they're gonna make. That's the problem, though. These live actions are just yeah. You can't really transition them well from animation to that. I mean, I don't know. But we'll so, see. Uh, I, I really wish Steve was on here to give me his take, but um, I found this out a couple days, ago, like a day or two ago. One of the thing, one of those. So Sony is making another Spider-Man villain movie, <laughs> and they have cast Bad Bunny, the rapper slash wrestler, to play El Muerto. Okay, I don't know who Bad Bunny is, and I don't know who El Muerto is. Exactly. I don't either. Or He's getting a movie? Man, standalone movie, damn it. Anyway. I only know about Bad Bunny because I think he was involved in some sort of like murder investigation. Oh. If I remember correctly, on a podcast they listened to that actually oh was set up by some former band member of Incubus. So Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if he's part of the WWE, he's probably killed somebody. Um, <laughs> but at the it. time of the podcast, I had never heard of that rapper either, and I was like, "What I, do you mean?" I haven't heard heard of him. Well, get um, ready, kids. Aside from just a few things, but anyway, so he's going to get a McDonald's toy. Is a like if uh, if Kathy Griffin is a D list celebrity. Then El Muerto is like a Z-list villain. <laughs> like Stiltman's more popular than this guy, <laughs> and Stiltman sucks. Okay, so apparently he's getting his own standalone film. Why? So, I I don't know. That's weird. So there was an El Muerto movie from 2007 directed by Brian Cox. Uh, which was based on a comic book series called El Muerto, the Aztec Zombie. Oh, I don't think I don't yeah, think it has anything this... to do with this El Muerto. So okay, you know how uh, in the comics Bane has like that luchador look to him. Hmm. If you took that and you put it through the Wish dot com Maiden Korea filter, that's what <laughs> El Muerto would look like. <laughs> And somehow, I don't know the backstory behind this guy. All I know is that obviously, well, not obvious, I don't want to say that, but all I know is that he's supposed to be a luchador. Hmm. Is this like, is this somebody that Spider Man fought like when he was a wrestler? And then the guy, like, no, goes... there's he's a he's a more recent villain, I think, because he was not in the in the Ditko Spider Man's at all. Um, so. I don't he know. Wasn't, he wasn't Crusher Hogan or anything like that. So yeah. I don't know anything about the the contractual agreement between like Sony and Marvel with these licensed properties. So completely uneducated opinion here. Uh-huh. But this movie could be like the nail in the coffin for Sony's licensed properties. I mean, could Disney be like, stop fucking making these shit movies? Based yeah. On this? Well, the thing is, as long as Sony is putting out movies that have Spider-Man licensed properties in them, they maintain they the... maintain the rights. So they can make a Flash Thompson standalone movie 
in 2025. I would, rather, I would rather see that because he was Agent. He was Venom for a while. Yeah, but could you see the No Way Home Flash being Agent Venom? Mm. No. No. The So the direction they were going, like post-Morbius, right, made sense because the next one in the, in the step was Kraven. Kraven's been a member of the Sinister Six. Yeah. Which is what Morbius set up at the end of it. So, so far you've got Morbius, Vulture, Kraven, you know, I don't know, El Morto. Yeah, I just, he must, is he that interesting to be on his own? That's just crazy. I don't, I don't know if this was like a late April Fool's joke, but I'd rather see a live action Condiment King movie. Right. Than to see some background bullshit Spider-Man character get his own movie. Well, so who knows if this even gets to the final. This could just be this, Amy Pascal talking out of her ass. Who knows? This could be another one of those, like, Soldier Boy things where, like, hey, I'm making, out a, I'm making a new console. Yeah. You know, it, it could be one of those things, like, where it's, like, Bad Bunny's just talking out of his ass and somebody ran with it. That could be that, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, crazy. I don't, I don't know. I just wanted to put my two cents on on that. Unless it's they're putting that character in the uh, the new sp- across the Spider Verse film that's going to be out like I don't know twenty twenty three twenty twenty four maybe he's yeah, he's kind of like Spider Pig how that how stupid that is who knows I don't know I'd rather have it rather I would rather see Super Pro movie <laughs> oh dude NFL Super Pro was the shit <laughs> and didn't didn't Spider Man guest star in that first issue. Of course he did, because he, he guessed started every, he guessed started in every shitty 90s knockoff superhero first hey, issue don't to give it legitimacy. You're, you're lumping Nightwatch into that, and he was awesome. Nightwatch the, was Marvel's Nightwatch was cool. I'll give you that. Nightwatch was cool. <laughs> Even if he did look like Batman in hockey pads. <laughs> um, I'm wearing hockey pads. The the cool thing, I want to I throw this little Easter egg out there. The only reason why NFL Super Pro got made was so that a Marvel executive could get season tickets. What? And it lasted for 12 issues. Oh my God. Did he get a ticket? He had some, <laughs> he had some kick-ass villains though. Yeah. He had a guy with a giant eight ball on his head that had an explosive fucking Q stick. No, <laughs> wait, awesome. wait, he fought super pro. Cause I know he fought sleepwalker. Did that guy fight super pro too. He did. Ah, and there was a guy named Quick Kick, who was a well, that's just former, a GI Joe ripoff. Former NFL punter, who was turned into a cybernetic ninja that could cut through time. What? Wow. Mm-hmm. Who came up with these characters? Cocaine. Lots of, lots mm-hmm. of cocaine. <laughs> lots of cocaine. Oh man, it was the nineties, dude. Yeah. It's true. Mullets. Nothing was off the table. You put in front of it and you can fucking do it. Yep. Anyway. I mean, you had you had a Marvel character named Speedball. Like, that just shows you everything <laughs> you need to know right there. <laughs> I just hey, pictured Speedball a tornado. Cool. Like He was my favorite new warrior. Don't just Speedball. <laughs> See, my favorite new warrior was Night Thrasher. Well, you know. Someday. Black Batman with a skateboard. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so was Rocket Racer, but we'll not get into that. Oh, God. Anyway, moving on to TV. <laughs> <laughs> moving on to TV, Josh. 
You yeah. know more. You know way more about the Orville than I do because I yeah. never saw that. Well, I don't know show. a lot. How many people here have watched the Orville? It's I. I enjoy the show. I think even as a non Star Trek fan, even a non Seth Rogen or Seth Rogen, forgive me, Seth MacFarlane fan. Um, You're not far off. I've yeah. seen the late episode, <laughs> the late seasons of Family Guy. Um, well that's the other thing yeah when the orville was coming out yeah a lot of people were kind of like i don't know if they were done with seth mcfarland but you know uh i know the critics slammed the show yeah i think they were done with live action seth mcfarland and you know what i didn't actually uh i saw the first 10 i didn't see the second one i actually kind of enjoyed his um was a hundred ways to die in the west i kind of like that one i don't know i'm probably the only one but I that didn't see was, Ted too, so I don't know if that's and he's doing a series yeah. off Ted now too, which I'm like, Ugh, I don't know. For fuck's sake. Yeah. Um but like the, you need more money. Yeah. Well, he yeah. he's a huge Star Trek fan, okay? So he started oh, yeah. he put together this Orville show and it in the beginning it was like it seemed like it was just gonna be comedy. And I actually enjoyed it and it actually has heart to it and some seriousness. And it's it's basically like a huge love letter to Star Trek: The Next Generation, but with humor, of course. And uh, yeah, it's it's got a lot of great guest stars on there. Um, it ran on Fox for two seasons, 2017 and 2019. It was canceled, and it was picked up by Hulu for a third season. And then, of course, the pandemic hit, and that halted production. Um, but yeah, they they finally have a release date, uh, June second, 2022, on Hulu. Uh, looks like it's only back for one season. Maybe they could go uh, more seasons in the future, but I think uh, all the all the cast have been okay to proceed. You know, other projects and all that. But the the sets and everything f- since the jump to um, different studios have gotten an upgrade. And uh, Star Trek's veteran designer Doug Drexler has joined the team, so he's got he's got his little touch on it. So, it looks pretty good. Uh, There's a trailer out there right now. It looks really, really good. I'm not a big fan of new Star Trek. This is what we should be getting in in some ways. Um, Maybe not so much humor, but I forgive it because it's not Star Trek. I was going to say, like, I've never... I have not watched an episode in my life, so feel free to correct me on this. Um, From the trailers I've seen of the Orville... Like of previous seasons and yeah. stuff like that. It reminds me a lot of classic TNG. Yeah. It's lit it the same like way. That yeah. Feel? Yep. Like Colors. Episodic kind of. Yes. Episodic. Episodic and also has some arcs too, which they're done just right. You know, like they set up some things they can, they can touch on later on, but they also have standalone shows. And I think that's the best way to do um, this type of storytelling. So the universe is kind of being built at the same time. It's really. I really think anybody would like this show, especially if you like TNG, because it's like, like I said, it's a love letter. Mm-hmm. And I think you would, um, I think you could stand Seth MacFarlane in the show, honestly. So he's not being like full on Brian Griffin and trying to push a political agenda. No, he's like, he's trying to be serious because he's a captain and he's trying to be like more serious, but there is some like huh. humor in there. Norm MacDonald, rest in peace. He was, he played a character on there, an alien that was like this um, uh, gelatin-like creature. It was funny. Um, oh, cool! But there's been like a lot of guest stars. The effects are pretty pretty good, and I think uh, 
they've even gotten better since they jumped to uh, Hulu. But yeah, you should definitely check out um, the the trailer for it. It's really good. I think everything's on Hulu right now. The, the rest of the um, the other seasons. So there's always a guest star that pops up that's really like, oh my god, that's so cool. You know, um, you know, with with makeup or without makeup. But no, it's it's good. So yeah, this new season three is called the Orville New Horizons, and it will be on Hulu June second. So. I think I think everyone out there should check check it out, and then maybe we'll cover yeah. it on um, Star Trek Mission Report, even though it's not Star Trek, but just kind of uh, I guess compare maybe <laughs> compare yeah. and contrast. But um, no, it's cool. It's really cool, and there's like especially in the pilot episode, there's like some huge nod um, effect shots uh, to like Star Trek the motion picture and other things like that like you know a lot of geek stuff to pick out in there and john john favreau i think directed a couple of the episodes so yeah oh, wow. yeah okay. he's a part of it. it's a it's a big big cool show i think and um check it out yeah for sure for sure Excellent. all right before you guys move into the next category i gotta i gotta bail i gotta bounce out of here um no problem okay so thanks for having me on as always um there, if there are anybody who listens to this, if their feelings were hurt by any of the commentary tonight, Megan, be sure to share your email address again at the end for <laughs> complaints. <laughs> Donald.j.trump at us.gov. I don't know if that's real or not. Don't don't spam that email. <laughs> Especially saying Bill on Field of Geeks told me. <laughs> You guys enjoy have a good rest of the show and enjoy your evenings. We'll do. Thanks for coming on. Thank Appreciate it. We can go right to games if that's cool. Okay, so a couple things I have here. Um Sony has created a game preservation team. Hmm. Which could not have come at a better time, seeing as how they're rolling out the uh PlayStation Plus premium service in June. Um this team is specifically dedicated to preserving um IPs from previous iterations of the PlayStation. So like PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, wow. etc. Um not a whole lot of information on this yet. Um literally just this just got kind of leaked via a tweet from the head guy on this game preservation team, but their uh their whole goal with this is to like kind of preserve those past pieces of media so that you know, you don't have to wait for, you know, somebody to get a wild hair up their butt and do a remaster or a remake of this this game from your past. Like, right. That that property is going to be protected, and at some point, you know, you can you can still go back and play it, probably on the the new streaming service coming out. Um, so that's kind of a good thing. I, I think that's great. There's a lot of great games out there that have never really been expanded upon, especially in current generation sure. uh, consoles. So that's that's tremendous for Sony. I'm very happy for that. Yeah. Um, the Sega Genesis version of the Ghostbusters is finally being modified to add Winston. Goddamn time. So, I didn't even know that was a problem. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and I don't know that... Um, this was the limitations at the time or if it was a popularity thing because yeah um as a lot of fans of ghostbusters will know ernie hudson was left off of a lot of the promotional material mm -hmm. yep 
for Ghostbusters. Um, he wasn't even on the poster for Ghostbusters 2. Wow. Um, it was just, uh, yep. you know, Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, and uh, the other guy. Oh, um, Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis, thank yep. you. Um, because originally, you know, whole, whole backstory to this. Uh, originally, Winston Zedmore was going to be played by Eddie Murphy. That didn't work out. Um, he was replaced by Ernie Hudson. Um, so he was kind of left out of the game because yeah. they, you know, for one, this was released on the Sega Mega Drive, which wasn't a very popular uh, addition to the Genesis at all. Um, this was like an add-on kind of thing that added more, you know, memory and stuff like that, oh, more sure. processing speed. Um but to me, it's kind of like having Ninja Turtles without Michelangelo. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's or something along those lines. Um, so whether it be from limitations or from the studio or licensing or whatever, they only had Peter Raymond and Egon. Yeah. In the original game. Um, so now this is being nearly 32 laters. 30. Jesus. That's that. okay. Jeez. <laughs> Shut up. Of Ecto Cooler. No, I'm just kidding. Of Ecto Cooler. Rewind. Nearly 32 years later. Pause for effect. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is about to be corrected. So, a small group of artists, designers, programmers are coming together to retroactively put him in the game. It's not a mod. So, they're not putting like his. They're not putting blackface on Bill Murray. Oh, good. Yeah, that'd be bad. So they're actually adding him in as a playable character, which I think is great. Yeah. Um, You know, other companies are kind of doing similar things, like the uh, uh, Ninja Turtles game that IGN just put out the gameplay for um, that I talked about previously. They had added April and Splinter into the game. Nice. Playable characters. So, you know, we're kind of being that more inclusive kind of thing. Like 32 years ago, of course. You know, Winston was the least popular of all the, which sucks because you know, yeah, of all the Ghostbusters. I mean, even Stranger Things made a joke about it. Yeah, like nobody wants to be Winston kind of thing. Which is but, why I'm so happy. Like Winston now in the current games and the movie, well, it's like he's like the the big hot hot shot. He's got the money and stuff. Exactly. So yeah. I think that was one of the main reasons that uh, that prompted this is because in Afterlife, Winston's cool again. Yes. Like, you know, he's he's the guy that's funding the Ghostbusters. Like, he reopened the, fu- the fire yep. station, yep. all that stuff. So I think it's good that they're adding him back in. Um, Absolutely. Way, way overdue. Right. So Yeah, I, I um, never understood of, that, yeah. And a lot of what's been popular lately is a lot of these, uh, what I'll call a demake of games. So instead of taking an old game and revamping it for current generation software running in an unreal unreal engine five they're taking the original game making it so that it can run the exact way it was designed to look and play yeah on playstation 4 playstation 5 xbox 360 x s whatever they're at now I don't know. <laughs> yeah but um you know i think that's good they're they're re-including him on that um Winston honestly was always one of my favorites. Yeah. From Ghostbusters. Um, you know, I couldn't very well be him for Halloween because I did. Right. I lacked the uh, <laughs> melanin. 
but um you know he was always i thought he was always kind of that like fish out of water guy which is what they needed yes to complete the the team so that was kind of cool um another addition that's being made to ghostbusters is a ghostbusters vr game so a trailer for this just recently dropped um now this is going to be for the meta quest 2 um at the very least it might get future released on uh, playstation vr things like that um it's going to um originally it was asked if it was going to be a sequel to afterlife or kind of you know expand upon that and um it is but it isn't so it's not going to be a sequel to afterlife it's not going to be about afterlife you're just going to be a ghostbuster nice going around in first person busting ghosts so that'd be fun um that's kind of the kind of the information i have on that right now sweet um but yeah i mean hopefully it comes out to console release um right now the oculus the meta um stuff like that that's gaining popularity sure but i don't think it's as widely used right that makes sense and i think that's probably gonna you know change in the next year or two with the with zuckerberg's metaverse and all that crap that he wants to do so <laughs> yeah forget about that um, that change yeah so yeah i mean that's that's all i really got for gaming news been kind nice. of slow lately um yeah but uh you want we can move into recommendations and reviews real quick absolutely yes all right whoever wants um, to start i'll start it off with moon knight yeah um my god what a series it's got. I think, I think it's the best, uh, the best of the DC I, or the Disney. Yeah, Disney Plus. Yep. I will agree with you on that because I, um, I think for Marvel properties, the one that I liked the most was probably WandaVision. Yep. And this has blown it out of the water. Yeah. Um, every episode. It, it's top got notch. more of that. It's got more of that dark feel to it. Like if I had to compare it to anything, I'd be comparing it to like. Justice League Dark, you've got like Constantine and Zatanna and stuff like that. I think this is really setting the stage for that. Um, Yeah, this is really good. Suns kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, I think they've said that, uh, by they, I mean Disney, has said that they're using this as a limited series. There probably won't be a season two, but it's not the last we're going to see of Moon Knight. So go check it out. New episode dropped today. Yeah, uh, recording on Wednesday. The 27th. it was good. Another solid. I have not. Oh, don't spoil it. I haven't seen it yet. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, Oscar Isaac, my God, what a performance! Yeah, I he... cannot recommend him enough. Um, can't recommend Ke- uh, Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke, enough, yeah, and it makes me even more excited to see the Black Phone. Yes, because. Yes. He's playing a super creepy character in that, and he plays a kind of creepy character in this. So he's good at the creepy. Yeah, that the black phone Moon that looks great. Awesome. Yeah, Moon Knight is is excellent. Yeah, and, um, and the black phone. If you've not seen the trailer for that yet, go check it out. That's some, it's creepy, and it's Holy got crap. a new. It's got an awesome twist on a, a story that you could you probably have seen many times or have heard of many times, but yeah. Well, I mean, it's yeah. Uh, it kind of falls into that, you know, obligatory horror movie right for the early summer kind of thing. But, but it's got a new, it's got a nice supernatural element to it. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I mean, my God, if anybody can pull off a creepy character, it's he's good know, at it, man. Yeah, he's good at it. Oscar Isaac's had to get him on board. He talked him into it, I think, and they have great chemistry, like top notch. Every episode has been solid. Like, there's not been a bad episode yet, in my I think opinion. So yeah, I think so too. Yeah, it's just it's it, awesome. It gives me like if it gives me the kind of vibes like if the MCU had a baby with the. Brennan Fraser mummy franchise. <laughs> yeah. This would be the love child. Yeah. And I'm all for it. It just was crafted beautifully. They really should um, take in these writers and directors and use them for other projects. Cause I, I think they oh. just, they just nailed it. It's just, it's great. Oh, I agree. It's fantastic. And I didn't even know much about the character. I'm super interested in the character now. And, you know, I'm, I'm anxious. I don't know. Did you know much of the character from the comics? Um, so 90s me would say no. Yeah. Other than the fact that I liked him because he had a cool costume. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I've started to like kind of go back and do some research on uh, Mark Spector and Moon Knight mm-hmm. as the character itself. And um, I think it's definitely worth kind of brushing up on it. Um, yeah. The Marvel Wiki. I think it's like the fandom Marvel fandom Wiki or something like that has a good article on it. Sure. Um, to kind of get you brushed up on the publication history, but um, yeah, Moon Knight is a very cool character. I'm glad they're finally bringing in some of the uh, darker side yeah. of the MCU. Yeah, so, it's like it's like um, Inception, like thought processing throughout. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, it's and cool. It's, you you never know who's who's controlling what actions. So right, that's kind of cool. Yep. Um, but yeah. Yeah. It's it's definitely uh, definitely a really cool series yeah. to go check out. It, it's a hit. I'm, course, I'm for uh, being limited for sure. So I think uh, what is it? This is the second to last episode. Yes, week, I believe right? so. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And yeah, nice. once again, it's a great it's a great episode. So yeah, everyone go out and check that out. And uh, also, I like to recommend. Uh, this is a crazy trippy movie that's out right now, and it's it's gaining more and more traction as the weeks pass. But it's called Everything Everywhere All at Once. It stars Michelle Yeoh. Um, probably gonna butcher his name. Uh, K. Huh Kwan. He played um, Shorty Short Round in Indiana Jones, and he was in yeah. the Goonies as Data. Um, and I heard he might be coming back for Indy Five. I don't know. I I hope so. But my fear is, like, this is his comeback part in this movie. He took, like, 20 years off of acting. So he's kind of hot right now just because his performance in the movie is fantastic. And he does so many cool things in it. It, It's a shame, like, if they would have done indie, like, filmed it after this success. I wonder if they would have brought him in for sure. Either way, I hope they may have brought him in. I don't know. Maybe they'll do some reshoots at this point. Who knows? But... Um, he really, he's really good in this film and I'm so happy for him because, you know, he just had those two hits and he just kind of disappeared. He didn't really see him anymore and he grew up. Yeah, he was, mm-hmm. he was kind of like one of those guys like Corey Feldman that you thought was going to be around for a while and yeah. kind of disappeared. But... Well, and he only had two hit movies. That's it. You know? Um, well, I mean, yeah. and, and to his credit, he didn't fall into that loophole of trying to juggle school and, yeah, you know. Things like that that a lot of child actors kind of fall into. So right, yeah, that's cool. I, I'm 
that is definitely on my yeah theater playlist to go see i still haven't seen sonic 2 yet yeah i haven't either yeah i haven't seen uncharted yeah same so but yeah this this movie's awesome it's like a multiverse storyline and it's about saving the universe and and family itself um really good yeah michelle yo's in it uh james hong who uh he's like in his 90s this guy's he's getting um hollywood walk of fame star i believe so you know much deserved um he's been in the business for a long time yeah he was the villain in great trouble little china oh gosh what else uh wayne's world 2 he was cassandra's father um Mm -hmm. he's been in so many films i'm i'm just blanking right now but dude's been in in a lot of films he's a big character actor i think he was even in seinfeld jamie lee curtis like all these actors really they have so many different dimensions of their characters in this film it's really hard to describe and it's still hard to understand what i saw but it was so good like it's just a good story it's just and it's original you know it's not like you know we've seen this before i mean maybe in like a superhero type of film but Mm -hmm. this is like a whole new animal and it's really cool and uh it's shot really uniquely and it's just cool how they use a lot of veteran actors and um yeah, I'm just I'm just so happy for um Quan to uh to get this part to come back to and yeah, he said he he felt uh he came back to acting after he saw Crazy Rich Asians cuz he was like, "Oh, wow, I'm like seeing so many iterations of Asian culture, you know, it's not stereotyped or whatever and stuff and it just brought him back to it." I was just going to say it. like I wonder I wonder if that didn't influence him taking the time off from acting because when he Yeah. When he played short round and he played um, data yep. on, you know, in the Goonies and stuff like that, that was around that era where like Asian actors were getting typecast. Like, yes, I think that's smart what happened. Or good at martial arts, and, right? Yep. You know that that kind of made me sick a little bit, like to see that. You know, because there's some really good Asian actors out there that oh, right. not quite get their due. But oh yeah, and if you look back, um, it's terrible. It's so bad. Like some of those portrayals, but. Yeah, I think that's why he stepped away. He just he didn't get he didn't get any part that he really wanted to do. It was just kind of like kind of typecasting, probably. Which I get. I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, there, there's so many child actors that like, oh, you have a role for me, okay, right? Where do I sign? Right, okay. they just overdo so, the I mean, same character. Yeah, but I hope this opens the doors. I think it will. He he does so much cool shit in this film. I, I, I don't want to give it away, but, um, he does, I'll just say he does something amazing with a fanny pack. That's all I'm going to say. Um, you got to see it. It's, it's really cool. Um, and, and he still sounds like, he still sounds like the kid too. It's kind of funny, you know, his actual voice. Um, oh, wow. yeah, I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to that. I've, I've definitely, that's one I definitely want to see in theaters. So. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, it's worth your money. It, it's, we're getting a lot of films, um, lately, that are non-superhero films. Um, I just, well, for instance, I didn't plan on reviewing it, but I just saw The Northman. And, uh, oh, was that good? I enjoyed it. It, it was a lot easier to follow. Um, this director, I I didn't plan on reviewing it. I, I don't know why I didn't think to review it, but um, this director did The Lighthouse, which is a trippy film that's got uh, Robert Pattinson and uh, William Dafoe in it. It's shot in black and white. Um it's kind of hard to follow and i his first film was the witch i didn't see that one um but this one is a lot easier to follow 
it's not exactly like a Braveheart type of film. It's very brutal and um, doesn't shy away from, you know, um, going against the grain, I guess, when it comes to this mm-hmm. type of storytelling. But no, I yes, I liked it. It's very, yeah, it's very violent, brutal. Ethan Hawke's in it. <laughs> he's like everywhere. He's popping up everywhere. Oh, I know, um, no, he's it, one of those. He's one of those actors that just like shows up every five years, and then it's just like yeah, he's fucking everything. Oh, he's he's everywhere. Yeah, um, it's got. I think it's Stellar Skarsgård. I think that's how you say his name. This is all off like the cuff here. Um, man, he got jacked. He gained like twenty pounds of muscle for this film, and oh, yeah. the fight scenes are just brutal as, as hell. They're so realistic See? and. Yeah, I'll totally, I'll totally be the first one to admit this. As soon as I saw him attached to a project called The Northman, I thought it was going to be a True Blood prequel. <laughs> yeah, because I mean his right. his character is named Eric Northman, and yes. he's a Viking. Oh yeah, well yeah, of course, yeah. of course you you'd know. think that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, no, but it's um, it's trippy no, I, and I loved it's good. Him in, uh, I loved him in that live action Tarzan. Yeah, they did with uh, Margot Robbie. I think was in that. Yep. Too. Yeah, he even got more buff for this one, and he did a damn good job. Yeah, it's it's really good. I I do like it. It like I said, it's not a brave heart. It's not like oh, this is sweet. I, you I know, didn't expect it to be. I mean, like the the thought I got from watching the trailer was it was kind of like a three hundred type of movie. Yeah, yeah, and in the end, it's like you're. I don't know. I don't want to give it away, but it. It oh, was good. a lot easier to follow. I was surprised. Unless I didn't understand it. There is some hallucination moments in the film. So maybe I didn't read into something accurately. But worth seeing. I'll just say that. It's worth seeing. I liked it. And yeah, everything, everywhere, all at once. Those are like two examples right now of films out there that are, you know, it kind of gets you out of the... I love hero films and all that. Obviously, we talk about that a lot in the show, but it's nice and refreshing to get some like original shit out there that kind of brings you back yeah. to the cinema outside of the Marvel DC stuff. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. top notch, um, great stuff. And yeah, these were both made for like low budgets, so they've already made their money back. So it's um, yeah, successful, very good. Very cool. We're seeing. Um, about you, Megan? You got any recommendations? I just have one super quickly here. Um, it's on Hulu. I don't know what Hulu's got in their bag of tricks, but they're they're doing something right, I feel. <laughs> um, and so this one is uh, not super super uh, villain. Re- oh my god, super villain! Well, I feel like a super villain, not superhero related. Uh, <laughs> but it is called The Girl from Plainview or Plainville. Yes. God. Bill, what did you do? It's like I have diarrhea of the mouth right now. I gave you all a cold yeah. through the now mic. Now you know what it feels like. I'm not going to edit out your part. No, <laughs> um, let me start again. It's called The Girl from Plainville. It is based off of a true story. Uh, it has Ellie Fanning in it. It's got Colton Ryan. And then I can never pronounce her last name correctly, but Chloe Sabini. There we go. Grace Moritz. Yep. Um, That's basically just about there was a a trial that happened where a young female was tried for the assisted murder-suicide of another uh, younger gentleman. Um, 
like I said, based off of a, a true story, lots of true crime podcasts have covered it. Lots of TV shows have covered it. Like true crime mm-hmm. TV shows have covered it. Um, super interesting. And then they dropped episodes uh, kind of like they did for the dropout. Um, and I believe the last one, at least that I can see, is already out um, and aired on the 26th. So We started watching that like weeks weird. back and uh, yeah. plan on... Plan on watching it again. Just uh, got busy with other things, but yeah, I mean, this was uh, this was this girl was in the headlines maybe a year or two ago, maybe or more. Yeah, because um, yeah, she basically through text told her boyfriend to kill himself. Right? Is that kind of the gist yeah. of it? Yeah. So yep. I don't know if they were dating. I think there's a lot of speculation about yeah. that. Yeah, definitely someone she was seeing. So. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's an odd one. That it, that's for sure. There's a I think there's a documentary out there too. I don't know if it's yeah. on hulu i haven't seen it yet but um yeah um is it ely there is a documentary on on hulu because i there? remember okay. yeah seeing it um but i don't remember what it's called um but yes there is a documentary i have to look it up and it, yeah ely fanning is that is that her name ely is it ellie does she pronounce it ellie maybe ellie she pronounce- she's a great actress that's just what i was getting to um she's um Gosh, she's got a show on Hulu as well. It's really good. I forgot what it's called. Yes. Um, it's the, well, um, The Great. Yes. That's really yeah. fun. I like that show. It's very interesting. I really feel like uh, Hulu's doing something right. I feel like they have a lot yeah. of good content. I still right haven't now. finished uh, Pam and Tommy. Have you guys seen that at all? I, I have Pam and Tommy. Yes, I did. I did finish it. Sorry, I didn't did think you? about what that was. I know. I need to see. I need to finish it. I saw like the first two episodes. Um, Bill, you'll be excited to know that Seth Rogen is in this show. So, oh, I know. Yes. Oh, you do. Yeah, yeah. I subscribe to his nothing. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, Hulu's got I'm a lot of great content. I need to subscribe to Hulu after this because my God, you're telling me about the Orville and all this other cool stuff. I know. I know. You should check it out. We'd love to hear your opinion on it, but um disclaimer, we are not sponsored by Hulu. No. <laughs> I, and then, well um, please. We we'd love to be. So there's yeah, another I mean, one I was just gonna mention I'll super give you quick. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, oh, no, please don't go do ahead. that. <laughs> um, I watched this at the at the Remec- oh my god, at the recommendation of a family member. And it was one of the, it's a movie, it's a thriller, thriller movie that's on there. It's called uh, Fresh. I don't know if you guys have seen that or not, or uh, if you've talked about it. Fresh. Uh, seen many a YouTube ad about it. Hmm. Yeah, it's got, so it has uh, Sebastian Stan, um, and it's got Daisy Edgar Jones, um, and then somebody I'm not familiar with, which is Jojo Gibbs. Those are the, those are the headlining stars. <laughs> um, I'm not a huge Sebastian Stan fan. I know a lot of people are. I know there's like a cult following with him. I don't understand it. It is mm. this. But um, it's one of those movies that I, I watched and I was intrigued. I don't think I particularly liked it, but then I can't stop thinking about it at the same time. Um, it's basically um, starts off with the female or the main character. She is you know trying to find you know, a date through many of the applications that are available to us and she Mm -hmm. doesn't, it's not working for her. She randomly meets Sebastian Stan's character at the grocery store. They headed off. Well, it turns out that Sebastian Stan um, likes to sell human flesh. 
Oh. So he pretends to. What? Sorry, I was just remembering they were in a store. I was like, hi, V. It's that hi, V dating show. Human skin. Uh, Yum. It's our chicken. That's where I was. Smokehouse jerky comes from. (laughs) He basically says he wants to, you know, take her out for the the weekend. And then he brings her to this house where he chains her up and, um, it's basically that she tries to get out and uh, the whole movie. So oh, uh, it, wow. it, it was, it's not like, um, like slasher horror or anything like that, but it's definitely a thr- thriller. And it was, it was, like I said, I, I didn't necessarily like it, but I, I still find myself thinking about right. it because it's just, it stands alone. Um, yeah. This movie does. Right. So. It's got a cool idea to it. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Very cool. Fresh. Ooh. That's haunting itself. Fresh. Fresh. So that's on Hulu too, you said, right? Yep, that's also on Hulu. I know it was on their spotlight for a while for sure. things to watch, but um, I don't know if it still is. Fantastic. Yeah, I guess this is a Hulu week. Everyone check out Hulu <laughs> yeah. for everything. Exactly. Oh, um, yeah, just do some plugs before we go. Field okay. of Geeks. Uh Wherever you uh, seek out your podcast, there we be. Uh, Network of shows, uh, also fieldofgeeks.com. We'll soon be having our website a little updated, hopefully, and get some merch out there. So, yeah, we got to get together and make some planning on that front. Also, like to thank uh, Raven X for our great song. You can check out his stuff at uh, ravexmusic.bandcamp.com. And of course, Bill, um, I guess, well, I'll have you take it away. <laughs> well, I'm going to back up real quick and I'm going to give my own additional plug for Raven Xavier because he just released about five days ago um, on his YouTube channel, Ravex Music. Uh, he released a song called Evil Bass Solo, which fucking rocks. Nice. Um, also, I just want to let him know in case he's listening to this, Scarecrow is one of my favorite tracks of all time that is amazing and if you ever want to write an intro for me let me know um betty wood moving on i am now the channel formerly known as 515 gaming not officially yet but a little backstory here um i know i put out a video on there and it's on my facebook and youtube and everything like that so i was doing a little digging and there's about five or six other 515 gamings out there shit oh no Yep, some of them are older, some of them are newer, whatever. Um, none of them have the parentheses around the 515 because they're not cool like me. But, <laughs> um, you know, representing Des Moines, Iowa. There you go. There you go. Um, anyway, just for respect to them and respect to myself and respect to my channel, I want something that's a little more unique. So I have put something out there on both my YouTube and my Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash 515gaming. Or, of course, 515 Gaming with the parentheses around the 515 <laughs> uh, at YouTube. Um, my latest video out there. Um, if you want to comment, if you have any ideas, please check out the video first to kind of get the full context, even though I've pretty much given you the clip notes. But I'm looking to kind of rebrand the channel. I've got some, I know I've been kind of on hiatus a little bit late, a little bit as of late here. Um, getting over health issues since work, you know, you normal adult sure, life of course. stuff. Um, but I do have a 
very specific roadmap going forward for the channel. So um, if you would, give me your input on there. Um, I've got a few ideas so far that I'm kind of running with, so we'll see what happens. And uh, yeah, great. That's about it. Great. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll get Steve ready until, to to call out your new name. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, until uh, until that rebrand does happen, you know, of course, everything will be under Five One Five Gaming. Um, all my existing videos will stay on the channel. It'll just be renamed. So. Sure. You're well, not missing out on anything, and I wouldn't do that to any of my subscribers. So thank you all for your support, and I greatly appreciate it. Absolutely. And Megan, you mind saying Steve Line? 515 Gaming. There you go. That's good. Adam. We got a new intro. Sorry, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, yeah. But yeah, of course, also stevescomicblog.com. Check that out. Steve's got some. And Toys for All Ages. Yes. At YouTube. Yes, Jonah's channel. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yes. Well this this was great. Thanks a lot, uh, Bill, for helping helping me out. <laughs> Everyone absolutely. for helping me out, of I course, as usual. Yes, thank you. I, I am. I'm gonna cough up a lung after this, uh, but I'll it'll feel good. My, uh, I'll send you my Venmo after this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just lost my phone. Uh, uh. <laughs> I get paid in thumbs up. <laughs> NFT, NFT. Uh, Oh God! No. <laughs> We're not doing Kill the Geeks NFTs. <laughs> no, no, no. I will quit. Full <laughs> uh, stop. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll definitely be back. Um, and yeah, for now, I'm Josh. I am Bill. I'm Steve. And I'm Megan. And Jonah. Take care, guys. <laughs>